I don't want to hear your fucking conversation. Wait, and then what happens? You think they're talking to you, so you answer them, <laughs> and they look at you like you're the asshole. I did that one time. The lady said something. It's like, you know, do you know where? Because do you know where the something is? And I go, I think it's down there. She looked at me on the phone. I'm like, oh, you're on the phone. How the fuck would I know? I thought you were asking me a question. Why do you look at me like I'm an asshole? And then she just kind of slinked away like I was crazy, which I can understand at that point. Hello, Missy. Hello, John. Good morning. How are you? Good. Not as good as you. Very feisty in here already. I have, I <laughs> fe- have a feeling it's going to be a very feisty show. I would like to send greetings from sunny Florida. Yeah, we all hate you. It's gray and rainy here. Uh, I left my window down a crack because it was so hot yesterday, and then I didn't t- put it up, and now I went, oh, no. I went to get coffee, and now my left ass cheek is soaking wet. <laughs> Plus, does it smell like mold? That's how, that's how I start my Monday morning. Not your ass. I mean the car. Yes to both. No, oh, I don't. It'll no. smell like mold later when it dries. Mm. It's, it's Yeah, you got time for mold. That'll be all right. That's terrible. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, it is not just rainy and wet. It is also chilly outside, like not supposed to get above 65 degrees today. I'm so, so sorry. I'm missing bitter and that. angry. Yeah, I know you're not because who would? It's terrible. She's tanner now. Am I? Melissa mm-hmm. is tan. Yes, she gets yes. very tan. It's almost as if she has some kind of crazy Cherokee Indian type blood in there or something. Cherokee. Wow, that would be great. I would what's have the tanning. What's much. the tanning gene? Oh, I, I don't. I don't have that anywhere. I can't imagine. But I definitely told you before. I put my kid on a plane and then. Took my other kid and flew down here to Florida. So hopefully distract ourselves from the fact that my son is in Japan right now. So, um, and John called me out on the fact that he said, are you upset because you miss him? Or are you upset because you're not controlling everything in his life all of a sudden? And uh, I think it's a cocktail of both. I understand mm-hmm. my controlling tendencies. Mm-hmm. But I also have a desire for him to be comfortable, and I know that he's not always his best advocate, but he has to be. He's almost 15, so so rise up, son. Rise up and be your own yeah, advocate. Right. And if you're uncomfortable with something or you're sick and tired of something, you got to open your mouth and say, you know what, Grandma and Grandpa, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to go back to the room and I'm going to rest or whatever it is 15-year-old boys do in the room when they're alone. <laughs> Just say don't, don't be creepy. That's creepy. <laughs> Just I'm being That's honest. I'm being honest. Okay. The kid played Fortnite and had private time for all of his free time. You know, I was upset that they're not involved in enough activities. He was his activity. Well, he can't play Fortnite because, to quote my son, Grandma and Grandpa got the shitty Wi-Fi plan, um, and he can't watch anything oh. on. Yeah, he can't watch anything on Netflix because everything I downloaded expired, and he has no Wi-Fi. So he's, I don't know, he's going to hit a point where. He's going to start shaking from withdrawal. And uh, yeah, I don't know how well that's going to go over. Just like mom. <laughs> You're hilarious. But So I have beautiful 80 something degree weather here. And and we saw we went to a movie. They went fishing. We're doing all the vacationy things. And then we just we it's only like four days. And then we come home on Wednesday morning. Cool. Very nice. To hopefully no more rain. Get that out of the way. Um, I think it's supposed to be nice by tomorrow, but I'll take a look for you right now. 
I appreciate you clearing all of those clouds out because wet dogs are, again, the bane of my existence. So we now have a pet sitter at our house. Yay! And another one coming tomorrow to... Uh, oh, no, really? Wednesday, thunderstorms, but that's it. Yeah, and then Thursday super. and Friday, nice and sunny. So super. Super, super, super. Love it. Do, 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 do. Okay. So you know so, how you know how Melissa gets upset when she doesn't think that anybody's listening? To the show? Yes. Well, there was an actual mention on another podcast of Brilliant Observations. I heard it and I recorded it. What? What? Yes. Here it goes. And it also depends when you take it to magnesium for me. I'm fine taking it on an empty stomach, but I know on Brilliant Observations... You guys were talking about taking vitamins on an empty stomach. And I know exactly what Melissa was talking about is having to find a bathroom. As soon as you take a vitamin or a supplement, I had one that was actually for weight control. And I didn't realize that there was a stimulant in it. I felt so sick the whole day, even when I ate something. Just because I took it on an empty stomach and I was at work and I thought, oh my gosh. I'm going to have to go Poor girl. I feel like I have the flu. And I did not, I didn't even equate that it was the vitamin until I took it the next day. And the same thing happened. I was like, that's terrible. So that was uh, the podcast Hate the Weight with Emily Prokop. Yay. And me. Thanks, Emily, Emily, for listening. Thank, Thank you, you, Emily. Listen, if anyone else is listening, and I know you are because I'm looking at the statistics right now, would you take a moment and just share our podcast on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook so that maybe other people could enjoy what you are enjoying? That would be amazing. Thank you. That's all I wanted to say. This public service announcement has been brought to you by Brilliant Observations. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Da, da, da. <laughs> Thank you so much. So it was just funny that, that that shitting story really took hold with people. People were like, yeah, you know, they really resonated with a lot of people. So thanks for sharing. Wait, resonated? Resonated. I was, I was going to let it go. Res- what did I say? What did I say? God. Resonated. You said uh, resignated, which means they, quit. All right. They resigned. So I resigned to stop talking for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I mean, not only do, do poop stories have it, but to not know that when you took a vitamin or you took a supplement, that that's what blew you out. By the way, second day doing it again. Oh, I so want to hug you, girl. Like that is, it's bad enough when you go to bed at night and you think, okay, tomorrow will be a better day. I'll watch everything I put in my mouth. And then you only put things in your mouth that you think are helping you and it, they turn on you. It's It's totally... They turn on you. It's the worst. So I'm sorry. And thank you for listening. Um, I had a couple of ideas for new segments for our show. And it's not a new segment. It's not a new segment for me or for you, like outside Melissa's box, where that seems to have fallen by the wayside because I like my box, by the way. Who doesn't? Um, Who does? Who hasn't? I mean, who doesn't? I mean, right. What she said. Either or. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I thought about doing... Because now I know that Emily listens and we have two listeners and that makes me super happy. Um, having we actually Lando- got over 500 last month. I, so. Don't make me cry. Don't make me cry. I'm um, not going to make you cry. I'm being fully sincere. So along with the Melissa's mother stories, she, my mother would always say to me, because she, did I ever tell you she's an only child and I think her parents made all of her decisions for her. Your mother? Over the cor- 
Yes, over the course of her life. So when she had a daughter, finally, after two sons, she thought, I think this is my opportunity to make decisions. This is it. These are This is my chance to influence a life because I never had that choice for myself. I'm going to do it now. It was done for me. I'm going to do it. And I, I was never that girl after I got out of high school that ever let her make decisions for me. Once once I hit the soil of Delaware, I never turned back. Mm-hmm. I never went me home. Too. I never nobody ever made another decision me for me too. again. Me too. Me so too. I left always, and never came back. Right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So so she would always say to me, not that you asked my opinion, but and then bleh, she would throw up her opinion all over me and what to do and how to do it and give complete directions. And then at the end she would say, not that you asked me. So this... Well, at least she's self-aware. So an advice column, <laughs> almost, an advice um, opportunity so we could hear somebody's problems. Not that they asked our opinions. So we should go out into the world and seek out common everyday problems and then give our advice on it. Not that anyone asked our opinions. I have a great answer for this. If no one calls in or writes in, here is what we do. There's a, there's a Facebook group called the North Wilmington Moms. and i'll just read you some of those i'll tell you why it's funny because when i read you some of the things one of my my comedy friend tara is so disgusted with this group that she made another group just to make fun of this group oh i love that i love that so so here's an example go ahead uh no i was i I was just gonna say i would like to hear one so we could do this because it sounds amazing Right, because okay, and, and if you have to but you have to put my mom's spin on it of not that you asked me, but I think you're a fucking dick. Like not that you asked me, but you're absolutely wrong and you're doing everything the wrong but they way. They are like, asking though, that's the problem with Facebook groups. They are literally asking. Let's try one. It, try one. Sometimes right, they're just vomiting their, their opinions on you also. So I like, could do this in many groups actually. Uh, where are but the North Wilmington? We would prefer, however, that somebody wrote in um, and didn't ask us our opinion on a topic so we could give it to you. But if you don't, yeah, we, we, we don't need it. you. We'll figure <laughs> out, out a way around you. <laughs> we didn't need you to start the podcast. And we don't need you to continue it. But we would love it a lot. Why can't I find this group? I hope I didn't get kicked out. <laughs> that would be even funnier. Uh, podcasts, I mean, Facebook groups that Jessica got kicked out of. Oh, wait, here it is. <laughs> Can you imagine? It'd be a long list. Okay. Second time in a month, my eye was not having me put a contact in this morning, but I can't stand glasses because they never fit in a way that doesn't have them sliding down my nose a thousand times a day, and I'm blind with one out one or the other. Has anyone done LASIK or someone eye corrective surgery? That is word for word, by the way. Okay. Do you want to try it? Do you want to give this one a spin? Yeah. No. <laughs> you- have you had LASIK? I have. I have had LASIK and it was freaking genius. Dear, what's the name of the person? One-Eye Jack. That's what we're going to call her. One-Eye Jack. Her name is Jamie. One-Eye Jamie. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I would definitely Jamie. I would definitely go to your fucking doctor and find out what's going on in that eye. Like maybe something's going on there. It's the reason you can't get it in. Not what you asked. Uh, for contacts, great. Glasses, they fit your glasses to fit your nose. You're wearing the wrong glasses. They fit them. There are certain types of glasses that are made for different faces. Find those. LASIK surgery is an option, which I loved and was genius. I can recommend you a great King of Prussia physician. Not that you asked me, but yeah, LASIK is great. Here's a good one. Any recommendations on wings? I want to get a large tray of wings for a party and I don't want to make them myself. Thanks. This is the worst group, by the way. It's like they've yeah. just completely bypassed Google. 
That's why Tara I, hates them. All right. Well, wait a minute. So uh, in your area, there is a Buffalo Wild Wings that have it's literally ag- right across the street from right. me. Yes, has uh, excellent wings. Seasons, Grotto, any pizza place, you dumb shit. You know why you hate it, Jessica? It seems like these women just aren't trying. They just yes. they just aren't trying. They aren't trying at being a mother, a parent, a, a, an icon, an eyeball owner. Like they're not trying at any of the above. They're yeah. putting no effort. And I, I don't really have a lot of respect for the I give zero effort people. You show I me you tried. It. Like show me that I've tried these seven wing places and they're just not good. Is there anything I'm missing? Show me that you're trying. Not that you asked me, but you're not trying. So can I read them as they really sound? So like the one is, I want to get wings. <laughs> I want to make them. <laughs> I can't get my contact in and I hate glasses. They slide down my nose. Wah. Oh, here's a good one. Wait, here's a good one. This is a different group. Okay, here's a good one. Have you all found it easy to make friends with other parents in your neighborhoods? I'm celebrating that I've reached out to several parents to say hi, get together, just hang and have fun this summer. Some of them I didn't know very well. Some I found out had barely been invited out all year by any of the other parents at school and they weren't sure who was open to having them. In what ways can we extend the invitation and welcome more parents and all people in? Have a block party. You know, we used to do that. Uh, in my old neighborhood and it was so fun but you have to literally shut the street down in my street that's not gonna happen in my street no your street you can't we're not talking about street, i know i know you like to make everything about you but we're actually talking about the lady from, so maybe she has yeah. a street that you can shut down and what you do is you just have you open up the garage and you put stuff out and you just have everybody Everybody's, walk around. yeah it's a that's party. awesome we did that in my old old neighborhood oh, both of them actually for halloween we did it and if we didn't at the first time we didn't have kids, so people who had kids brought them out in costume, but we had dogs and we put our dogs in costume. It depends on what stage of life that you are. Not that you asked me, but that block party is a great idea. Or even a happy hour um, at a local a local dive where people could go and they can get their own stuff and sit around and talk and just a happy hour would be great. Again, not that you asked me. So that's a potential extra segment for our show. If you like it, feel free to leave. Do us I get deep. to give a, a piece of advice on this part? I thought you did. No, I did not. Well, go ahead. My my trick is to make friends. The pool. The pool is the place to make friends because first of all, your kid is more or less already going to be playing with whatever kid he finds in the realm that's his or her age group, and then you. You like kind of like sniff out the parent and make nice with the parent because the chances of somebody at the pool, they should be living near you because it's a usually a community or a neighborhood pool. Now, this weekend or last weekend, I tried it at the JCC and apparently the JCC gives out scholarships to families who have a parent in law enforcement. So I made friends with someone in Avondale and someone in the city of Wilmington, no one in my in my neighborhood. But still, it's a it's a good way to make friends i think is at the pool start chatting up the pool parents you know it's funny you say that because like i know where you're talking about and it's only maybe five miles to avondale and maybe a mile and a half to wilmington i mean how far out is that is that too far i mean it's not like it's you're not try- that but you want but like we're talking about meeting our neighbors oh, right isn't that what okay. she said yes and they're not they're not our neighbor i mean my name i have i actually know my neighbors next door and the and the house down the street they both have kids a little older than isaac so i don't you know we don't 
we just kind of see each other in the backyard when it's nice out in the wintertime. We ignore each other. Just kind of sad. But Jess and I went out to dinner last week. We told you about that. And as we're walking out of the restaurant, we ran into Jessica's neighbor. May I recommend going to P.F. Chang's? Maybe you'll meet them at a local restaurant. That was my older neighbor. Yes. My neighbor on the right, they're older and they live in Florida half the year. So that's why I didn't even recognize. I mean, I wouldn't even consider seeing him out. He's almost never home. I probably shouldn't say that. Don't rob him. So feel free to write us about any issues or any thoughts you have that we can begrudgingly give you our advice about. Hey, the second, the other, the other issue that I had as potentially a segment on the podcast was called People I Hate. Oh, I love this idea. I love this. Yes. I mean, you could do this for the rest of the day. (laughs) Kind of. Yeah. But People I Hate. So yeah, go ahead. I don't know if I should. I don't think anybody in my family listens to this podcast, so I'm going to go ahead and risk it. People I hate. Anybody in my family. (laughs) Aside from a select few, and I'm talking, well, it's a big family. So I would say about half of Scott's family is on my don't give a shit about you list. And I'm going to a brisk today. For people okay. that I actually, like the people who had the baby, I actually do enjoy. I, I do, it's probably his cousins that I like. I've never known an entire family with a trait of narcissism on some small level, but that is the common denominator of the family. And it seems to have diluted itself by the time it got to my generation. So Scott's first cousins are all more or less cured of this but the top and the second level are a little bit guilty of no i mean well it's hard to say so everyone related by blood has this problem i think (laughs) let's put it this way it annoys me because i've been in the family for such a long time and i only just friday told his grandmother what i even do for a living or what i used to do in the past and I mean, I don't see her that often, true. And we're, there's always other people around, which is true. And that's the thing. One-on-one, they can be interested in you. But at family events, it's almost as if I'm being barraged with other people's news, and then they move on to tell the next person. It's like speed dating, but news, for family. Yeah. Yeah. Me, 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 me. Next. Me, 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 me. Next. Me, 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 me. So the, nar- so the answer to people I hate are totally narcissistic i hate it more because they're relatively related yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, like yeah. people can be narcissistic that's fine but like i'm already barely interested in other people as it is i'm like sheldon you know what i mean like i have to feign interest in other people's lives you know acquaintances not you guys but you know acquaintances i already have to feign interest but to be but to not be able to reciprocate the conversation or I don't know. I just have gotten to the point where I just don't even want to bother making an effort. Well, you know your role. I don't want to go. I don't even want to go. I want to go to the Brisk because I like the parents. But like, I I just, in general, I don't want to go to holiday events anymore. And I've been avoiding them successfully for about a year. Yes, 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 yes. Can I I do that as well? Yep. Oh, I don't have that. Yeah, we'll go around. Let's just go around. I I don't have that in Stewart's family. But yes, I, I totally understand being with people who are... I, we make a joke about it. We get in the car. We're like, hey, 
I bet you I don't speak for the first 48 minutes that we're there. Over, under, what do you think? 48 minutes, nobody even asks me, how was your fucking ride or your day or your kid or anything? How long before I open yeah. my mouth? Right. I'm actually terrified because my hair is blue, which means they're going to turn the attention <laughs> on me. And when they turn the attention on me, I have to think of something clever or I lose the attention. So I'll be like, oh, yeah, I just got it done. It's kind of fun. Oh, cool. So anyway. Next. Right. All right. So mine is people that are in Facebook groups and they decide that all of a sudden they've, they found this thing where it's video and they post videos to tell you. And it's not because it's it's not because they want to help you. It's all about them. They <laughs> want to tell you something so you know that they are an expert. And they tell yeah. you the most mundane, stupid crap. And they just get on, but they say it Don't with a... Don't forget to be authentic. Right. And they say it with a wrinkled brow. And they're always standing behind, you know, they're always standing in front of, there's a bookcase behind them or something, you know, to, to make them sound professional. And they have like a little jacket on and they're sitting Which there talking. Which group is this? I got to know. I got to know. What? Which group are you referring to? Isn't well, this actually, also narcissism? Isn't this the same thing really just outside the no, family and inside what the people world? Like to call, no, this is what people like to call content creation right. because we're told in the entrepreneurial world that you have to consistently create good content so people will come back to you or think of you and you'll be on top of mind for giving advice. I have one guy in particular that I know. It's it's in the Facebook uh, podcast editors group. Oh, I don't, I'm not in that. All right. So okay. I'll call this guy out because he's never going to listen and I don't care if he listens or not, to be quite honest with you. His name's Carrie Green and he works for a podcast Fast Track and he used to be a preacher and now all of a sudden he's in a podcast editing. But what he does is now he takes his preaching, his pulpit is now podcast editing. So he starts the video and he goes, hi, I want to tell you about blah, 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 blah. And that's all I get to and I just click it off. I, I, I Why mean, do you even click it on is the question. Well, because, you know, I, I see them and I see the wrinkled brow and I'm like, uh-oh, what's going on here? And I hear the first thing and I'm like, yeah, that, that's nothing. That's really nothing. He's just talking to hear himself talk. And, I, you know, and then I almost want to say to the, the guy that runs the group, can you please delete every video yeah. that Carrie does because it annoys the shit out of me. I'm about ready to just jump out of the group. So, but that's that whole thing where they just, they're going to tell you about you and what you should be doing. And ugh, I just, I, I can't, I just can't no more. Perfect. That's a perfect example of people I hate. Yep. I hate those people as well. I also hate people who have problem in their marriage and then tell other people what not to do in their marriage. <laughs> but I don't again- like that. I find That's all good. of these people narcissistic. I find all of these people, I know I'm the best. I, I know better. I I will tell you. I mean, you don't even need to be there for all of those people. Some of the people I hate, one of the types of people I hate is when you have, you're walking in the store, you're in the supermarket, and somebody is having a personal phone call out loud in the aisles at, at regular volume and they're just oh screaming a conversation. I agree. That's so obnoxious. I don't want to hear your fucking conversation. Wait, and then what happens is you think they're talking to you so you answer them <laughs> and they look at you like you're the asshole. I did that one time. The lady said something. It's like, you know, do you know where the, cause do you know where the something is? And I go, I think it's standing there. She looked at me on the phone. I'm like, oh, you're on the phone. How the fuck would I know? I thought you were asking me a question. Why do you look at me like I'm an asshole? And then she just kind of slinked away like I was crazy, which I can understand at that point. 
but you were just trying to be helpful. Why is why is it okay to have a conversation? You know what? If I got a phone call, first of all, my phone plays the song Milkshake. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. I would be mortified that that happened in public, which I have been yeah. before. In school meetings, too. I answer and say, I can't talk right now. Or I say, or if, or if it's a kid who said it's an emergency, Yes. Okay, honey. It is on the third shelf in the pantry. Okay. I will talk to you when I'm not, you know what, Joni? I can't believe that bitch did that. Oh my God. Shut your mouth. You, you're in public now. Nobody needs to hear your bullshit. You're ridiculous. Rain it in, bitch. Rain it in. Like, I did I tell you about, the, did I ever tell you guys about the woman on the, um, on the bolt bus? That was speaking at top volume on the phone the entire time, but because she was speaking in French, I guess she thought it wouldn't be annoying. But screaming French for like two hours. It was terrible. Oh, please, Melissa, do a French imitation. <laughs> en bonbon? Mont Blanc? The Arc <laughs> de Triomphe? <laughs> I waited for him to drink. The Arc de Triomphe? Arc de Triomphe? I had to put the water down. There's no <laughs> way I could do that. Le Chance de Résistance? <laughs> the pièce de la résistance. Yeah, pièce. Sorry, pièce. Um, it's the Champs-Élysées. Yeah, those people. Yeah, those I just, people but that's general. Just general people who are inconsiderate can go suck my dick. I hate that. Yeah, yeah. So, so another. Well, the funny so thing is, good. just if I can just piggyback off of uh, Justice one time, so she's talking about a, a mutual friend of ours, and also I'm thinking is, is he's giving the in my picture in my mind is he's giving this marital advice to everybody as he's standing in front of the smoldering remains of his marriage, like you could just still <laughs> see the burning, and you see like a fireman with a hose still trying to put out the hot spots, and he's telling you so- how you straighten out your marriage. So yeah, does he feel? Yeah. Do they feel like they have the right to tell you because they've done the wrong thing and they know what not to yes, do? Or do they but also because I think people who are influencers in general and have curated an audience feel a responsibility to help these people. However, this particular person has curated an audience that want his help about technical things, not emotional and certainly not romantic things so yeah like he said he's standing in front of the still smoking ashes of what was once a marriage going go home turn off the computer love your spouses pay attention to them and it's like hey we're already doing that that's why we're still married okay you're the one that's divorced here not us you wrote in your in your post recently that I'll love and hug and squeeze tight my family when they haven't just finger painted all over the wall and I'm not pissed at them. Like I will, I will give love when love is appropriate. And yeah, I will. Just because Kate Spade has passed away, Oliver Shalom, doesn't mean that I have to go hug my toddler who's currently pulling every book down off the bookshelf. Like, fuck you. I will hug them when they deserve it and not a minute before. When they apologize. <laughs> yeah, right. When they apologize. That's exactly right. I have another yeah. person I hate is the person that when somebody famous dies or commits suicide, that especially when they commit suicide, they come on and they're like, oh, what a tragedy. And they start putting up all the signs of suicide. And I'm like, got that. Got that. <laughs> Shit. I'm in danger. Don't put up the... I'm a hypochondriac. I don't need that. Hold on. What are the signs of suicide? Don't. I already went... Check. Yeah, so... Check. Right. So the guy from uh, PBS or Channel whatever he was, the guy that... Andrew Bourdais. Anthony Bourdain. Exactly. That guy. 
So, okay, you know, it's it's horrible to commit. You know, I'm thinking to myself, dude, you had all this going on, right? The fact that you committed suicide, I should drive to a bridge right now and jump. Your life okay. was 15 times better than mine. Do you take, do you talk okay. about suicides? I have, Not yes. Yeah, I've had all that. I've had 90% of the, yes, you all of it. You're seeking access to firearms or pills? I have, no, I have And them. pills. I have both. He has both. Okay, go over them. I'll tell you. No, but John, no, the whole depressing. point is, the, the whole point, I think people comment because of your comments, your comment that you just made, that his life was better. That's the issue. His life wasn't better. Everything appeared better. But for the people to come out and tell you what to look for, shut the fuck up. Um, for, for somebody to say mental illness is is real and if even if you have 2.5 billion dollars it doesn't make your life better than mine like it's a it's it's a very sticky 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 subject he's writing and traveling the world and doing all kinds of things on tv i'm in a basement recording a podcast all right (laughs) you're telling me that that guy's life isn't better than mine on no, honey, but surface. he's an ex-heroin addict. His brain was just damaged. Oh, I didn't know that. See, I see. I, then I look like an asshole because I didn't know enough to know. You enough. don't look like an asshole, but I'm saying it is always like I would kill for that person's life. Kate Spade, like all the people I know. Who, I mean, like Heath Ledger and like there's so many people where it's just like the guy's famous. They're gorgeous. Like Anthony Bourdain's not really a looker, but there have been many. Like Avicii is a recent suicide. He was pretty sexy. But anyway, there's, it looks like he looks like a human though. cigarette. But like you can't anyway. see body chemistry. You can't see chemistry. So yes, the things you can see on the outside, damn, his life definitely was better than yours. Nonetheless, chemistry is not something that if, if there were an outside meter for body chemistry, then yes, that's something you could see and comment on. But you don't know. Hmm. That's the whole point. You don't know. And if you don't know, shut the fuck up. Right. You don't know what anybody else causes- is going through. And substance abuse causes brain damage, and then you can't I, that think properly I know. anyway. Yes, I know that. Well, so that's Heath Ledger, and that's Robin Williams, and that's um, Philip Seymour Hoffman Thomas, and that's um, Michael Thomas, and then um, you know, there's a lot of those people that just are brain damaged from their drug use. But in Kate's case, I mean, you know, but also. It's kind of a clinical thing. It's very hard to get past. I don't think I've ever had clinical depression, although who would know? Because I have no feelings whatsoever. And I know that's probably a symptom. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't need to post. Well, I mean, I did notice that a lot of people were posting their mental health struggles, which I kind of think is cool because it makes people feel a lot less alone. But And then the suicide prevention hotline, which then again shuts me out because I'm not suicidal. So it's just like, I mean, thank you for sharing your struggle. But yeah. But Jess, sharing your story is great. Share your story. Stop there. This is my story. This is my situation. I mean, if you feel something similar, you're not alone. So I think a lot of that struggle is people feel alone. People don't know that what they're feeling isn't unique to them. And it's it's a it's hard. So for them to feel. Go ahead. Sorry. No, just for them to feel the support of a community or to find a board to go to and listen to people's issues might be great. But. I don't know, to think that you know better and you know what other people should do. You can put those people on the list of, you know what, stay in your lane, share your story, see if you can inspire others. That's amazing. But don't don't get on your soapbox and shout it out because what you went through might not be the right path for other people. 
This is also another good reason to have block parties. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So we're less alone. Well, you're less alone. Now, I like yeah. to be alone, though. All of a sudden, the ladies from Northern Wil- Wilmington Mothers, they don't sound like they got it so bad. <laughs> well, I don't know their chemistry. Well, they don't have what any brain going on? power, so they do have it bad. That's that's truly the issue that I object to. You girls have not even tried. You just you had a flighty thought and then you put it on the board. Like buckle down, sister. Open up Google. Use the Google. I have a thought. Just go with me for this because you ladies have actually raised young children. And I have too, but you know, I was kind of out of the house more. So okay, so so here's hear me out. They have been dealing with snot and poop and pulling books off of bookshelves and people tell them not to do and they just want some kind of adult interaction they can't get out of their house so they go to facebook to get some kind of and what can i ask what i know i need wings let me try that maybe someone adult will talk to me and i won't have to wipe his ass or his nose what do you think maybe maybe i'm gonna tell you be more authentic than that and say and say i'm about to lock this kid in the refrigerator if he pulls one more book off the shelf or if he shits one more time i'm just going to put him in a bucket and leave him there all day make a comment that people could relate to not hi um i need wings like that's ridiculous it's ridiculous ridiculous. get on the google yeah google it for fuck's sake come on you can do better than that you're not trying as soon as you, you put wings friends. on there, it's going to say by Paul McCartney or near me. Pick the one that says near me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's simple. It's true. Oh, so, God. Can I guess by all of your efforts at those last two topics that not that you asked me, but and people I hate are good segments for the future? Yes, I agree. Okay. They are. Now I got to make up music for them. Yeah, and dear listener, write in. We would love to hear your not that you asked me, but or people I hate because yes. they're out there. And you can do them anonymously. You hate. Or here's a better one: do one for someone that that it drives you crazy. Don't do your own. Do one that drives you crazy, and let us riff on it a little bit. Send them to brilliantobservations at gmail dot com. We would love to hear it. Yes, thank you. That's a great segment. I totally agree. I love them. Okay, good. So yes, we have to. Hilarious. Maybe you could do a jingle for us, or yeah, sure. Uh, Let's see which one. Which one? Well, you could do a jingle for either or both. Well, we'll need a jingle for both because I really think that every week I could come up with some people I freaking hate. <laughs> That's so easy for These me. are the people we freaking hate. These are the people we freaking hate. These are the people we freaking hate. All right, now, Melissa, okay. you do that three times. <laughs> These are the people we freaking hate. These are the people we freaking hate. These are the people we freaking hate. Don't you? <laughs> All right, I can work with that. Okay. Don't you? Now the next one was Oh, give oh, let us fix your Oh, we're going to advice, right? Not that you asked me, but yeah. You didn't ask us, but Melissa and Jess are going to fix your problems today. I'm not touching that. <laughs> no, I need you to say what your mom would say at the end. Okay. Not that you asked me, but There you go. Perfect. All I right, can work John with that. I'll mix that together. Yeah. Ooh. John, you get to be creative on this one and not just pull out the pops and the snots and the sniffs and the farts. Oh, good boy. Mm. Fun time. It is. I, I enjoy doing that kind of stuff. I am not sniffing or farting today. Thank you. You just I sniffed know before she said me. that. You just sniffed no, like didn't. five times. <laughs> uh, okay. That's awesome. I can't wait to hear what you do with ours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's exciting. Currently... We have, I don't even know the countdown, days until camp. What is your nugget doing for camp this this summer? 
My what nugget? is your situation? Yeah, is he staying at the JCC? Because I know there are women in my old community that get together. Everybody brings a bottle of wine. There are like five families, and they, they, um, so four or five moms with several bottles of wine, and they sit down one night and they plan camps for the summer. So they plan one mom might take all the kids to this camp because they're all working moms. So they have the whole summer planned out. This cheerleading camp and then Christian camp and then this overnight camp and then this day camp and all that stuff. And I know you have a three-year-old and I don't know what he's going to do for camp this summer. When he, when they're pre-K and they're in the daycare program at the JCC, it does go from one curriculum between September and May to another curriculum from June through August. So it is technically considered camp and they're called Katantan, which I guess means little people. Yeah, small. small. Um, and he goes from like circle time and learning and, and like texture tables to, to swimming, swimming twice a day, <laughs> okay. swim lessons, playing outside a lot. Um, I have to bring in, I mean, it's like the difference between what I bring for him in the fall and what I bring from the winter is ridiculous. Like, I just went from bringing him lunch and water to lunch and water and a plastic bag and an extra pair of clothes and pool shoes and non pool shoes and a towel and all this other shit. So, um, the, this week he just has regular camp. Next week he is doing, what's it called? I just saw it. Challenger. He's doing British, um, soccer. It's a sports soccer camp from eight to nine. And then he goes to regular camp for the rest of the day. So if he doesn't nap on those days, he's just, he's just, something's wrong with him mentally. But, um, yeah. <laughs> also, because I just read where it says we get them there a half hour early, which means we have to get there at seven 30, which is by the way, when we woke up today. So yeah, that's going to be tough. But, um, yeah. So next week, every day for a week, he's going to go play soccer for an hour outside and then go inside and do his swimming and his other stuff so it should be fun that's the only so camp the that's the only special camp he's doing so are they doing the indoor pool or the outdoor pool i mean i'm assuming they have an outdoor pool at the j they do they haven't they do the outdoor pool except for today which hopefully they didn't do any pool but i didn't because today it was raining this morning and freezing cold so i didn't um put him in any bit they're supposed to show up in bathing suit and swim shirt fully sunscreened and ready to roll and I didn't do any of that today because it's, it was like 50 degrees and we left the house. I'm not doing that. I, he was in a sweatshirt and love, sweatpants. I used to love waiting for the camp bus. There's like a smell of the grass outside before the camp bus came. And then I had my kids going to day camp for years and they didn't have buses for our area. So one of the counselors came and picked them up because that's part of. That's nice. So we loved that counselor. We tipped him well. Um, so he and the kids he was the head of aquatics. So the kids absolutely loved him because he knew them. He treated them like royalty at camp and they just had really good summers at day camp. And now I am going to spend two weeks packing two, tr well, two trunks for both of my kids and camp is seven weeks. Bye-bye. Seven weeks. Yeah. Take care. See you. Love you. Love I'm you so, so much. Bye-bye. Well, do you think you would send your kid to Aerie? Fuck yeah. I can't wait for him to go. Okay. Of course. All the ghoulies are horrified right now. That we send our kids away? Yes. 
Well, first of all, Shmoo doesn't go to camp for seven weeks until he's like 13. They don't do that until they're Mallory and Ethan's age. The first year he'll go, he'll be eight years old and he'll go for two weeks. Or maybe they even okay. do a one week at six or seven, but probably not. That's a little young. It could be like one or two weeks around eight. And then they start going for four weeks, nine, 10, 11, 12. And then at 13, Nope, you still go for four weeks. I think it's more like in high school they start going That's for eight. That's crap. That's ridiculous. Because in high school, C- so you counselors, have a job. CITs, and CAs all CAs go for six. CITs and counselors go for eight. Otherwise, they only have four week sessions. Okay. Yeah, but you go for two sessions. You go for no. You oh. usually don't. You're not. No, usually I did. I did growing up. I went. My kids were eight and nine when they went to camp, and it was seven weeks. And it was what? I love you so much. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you go away to camp. You go away to camp. None seven of seven weeks at eight and nine. Yeah, nine and ten. No, eight and nine. I think. Holy Hell- crap! I am horrified by that. You know what makes no sense? Mm-hmm. Ethan goes away for two weeks. You had to go away to Florida. You you glowingly take them and push them away for for eight weeks what what's the difference like how can you the, two weeks the you can't handle what i'll tell you japan. yeah i will tell you the two weeks he is in japan i can't get to him in an hour and 15 minutes in my car he is the tallest human the tallest human on that island right now and he's on a ship where 95 percent of the people on it speak japanese and are japanese and the other five percent i would say three or two percent Less than 1% are Americans. It's not an American ship. He is with people who don't really, I mean, love him more than anything, but don't know him very well and don't know they what will his... after this. Oh, boy, will they. Um, but <laughs> boy, but I was telling John earlier, he also knows, by the end of this, will also know them very well. And, you know, when you hit your late 70s, I mean, I was talking to John about this. They're amazing what they are doing for him, but they are getting to know each other's personalities really well. And if you can't read my kid or he doesn't have time to himself, they're sharing a room, the three of them, on this cruise ship. And I told him, if you need time to yourself, just tell them that you don't want to see the show after dinner and go back to the room and you'll have time to yourself. But again, grandma got the shitty Wi-Fi, So not only can we not text and talk, but you can't play Fortnite and you can't watch Netflix and you can't do all the things that make you who you are. So the one thing you can do, you brought with you. So yeah, have a good time in Japan. Find yourself. They said, go to the teen lounge. Uh, Okay, so he goes to the teen lounge where they're playing music he doesn't know and nobody is speaking English. I think that's worse to make him feel worse about being there. But I don't know. I think a lot of people, especially the Japanese, uh, they do speak English as a second language. So, you know, he might you'd be surprised how many people probably speak English there. His Plus, age. There is no teen lounge, by the way. There is no teen lounge. Oh. But um, yes, kid wise. But when he goes and he's in shops and he's out on a tour, it's it's. 95 he said percent Japanese and I said find that 5% suck up real close to that 5% and learn some Japanese boy it wouldn't kill you to have have uh, an arsenal of of things to say on your next tour you're there another 10 days so yeah I think it's part of John's I have no control over and while they're at camp uh, pictures are posted every day of what the kids are doing and I get to hear what they did and I can call and three weeks into that I go see them and we get phone calls and I just feel like this is way off the grid and it makes me nervous and it's it's Asia I don't know it's it's hard for me but um 
it's scary. Yeah, it's scary too because this world is kind of a crazy place, and I don't, I don't ever know what's going to happen, and I don't think there's anybody leading this world that's making me feel more comfortable with him being so far away. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm just really nervous about it. So. Again, today we're going to probably take my daughter to see an inappropriate movie for her. We saw Ocean's 8 yesterday, day before, and we're going to go see Life of the Party, that um, Melissa McCarthy movie where she goes to college. And I said to Stuart, I know she gets high. Like, I don't know that this is something I want to show my four, almost 14-year-old, but then I thought, what the fuck? Come on. You don't think she knows that now? Oh, my God. You know what? I went to see a movie, and the woman smoked... Marijuana. Do you believe it? There was reefer. They had reefer there. It's like you know what? If Melissa, yeah, if Melissa, I was going to say brilliant. If Melissa McCarthy smokes marijuana, yeah, I should try it. You think you're, you know, they're not. That's yes, that's that's what we'll do afterwards too. We'll all just try it because Melissa McCarthy did. Mm -hmm. So that's camp, and I'm really excited. But Ethan's going to go to camp, and I'm going to be the one packing his trunks, kind of like he was eight again. He's not going to know what's even his in that bag. I'm going to go through his closet. It's my favorite. And I'm going to pick out all the shirts and shorts, stu- probably stuff he would never have taken, but he's going to be stuck wearing a T-shirt that says, I love my mommy, because that's the only T-shirt he has that's <laughs> clean because he if didn't you could, pack. Honestly, if you could just halt his virginity for life, you would, wouldn't you? Um. You're no, trying. I, would, I feel like you're trying in subtle ways but, to make sure he stays a virgin forever. I would never, ever, ever do that. But I would Only try to you control want grandchildren, and then you'd no. go back. No, but I would try to control how he lost his virginity, and I would. Ew, what? I Melissa. would. I would make sure. I would make sure he asked permission a thousand times. I would make sure it was her idea. I'm so scared of this world. And are you out of your fucking mind? raising a gentleman and i want to i want to control the fact that he becomes a gentleman and doesn't do anything stupid or doesn't you can't control those things and i'm assure you he will do something stupid it is impossible to avoid i did three things this morning yeah i mean we're stupid he's a guy of course he's a a guy i turned around to show you the back of my hair in a chair that goes all the (laughs) way to the ceiling and you still couldn't see it that was stupid he will do something stupid at least once every day, probably twice when he has a girlfriend. At least. You cannot avoid it. Just give up the control for the love of all that is holy. I can't. No. You must. I can't. You must. The I fact can't. that you, you say must! that I want to be there. I want to be there. I want to be there. Just, I don't know. Oh, I don't. I never said I want to be there. Oh, my God. Are you she high? To be I there. Be she there. said she wanted to control how it happens. That doesn't mean That's she needs it. to attend. I, well. I want to control the kind of person he is that gets him to that point, is what well, I said. Well, can you control whether or not it's like in a swing at the park or in I your don't bed? Want, I, don't, I don't want to have anything to do with knowing anything about any of that. I just want okay, to make that's sure not what that it he sounded is, like. Exactly. Oh, wow. I just just want to make sure that out like the, that was common knowledge. <laughs> what do you mean? What's common knowledge? That he had sex in her bed? At a swing in a park. I, I never thought of that before. How about that? Well, here's why that came up. That Here we go. <laughs> because when you're a teenager I and well, listen, it was just a suggestion. When you're a teenager and you can't um you know, get your a room. parents are home and their parents are home and you can't get a room, often what happens is you go to abandoned playgrounds. I have had yep, sex I did. in at least two. Oh. <laughs> have you also? I, I- 
I'm just saying that I've gone to abandoned playgrounds to end dates because we had nowhere to, to go. To end dates. Okay, yeah. Let's not say sex. But yes, I have ended dates uh, in at least two. And my, I lost my virginity in the dugout at an elementary school baseball field. So there you have it. Goodness. That's wow. why that oh came up, y'all. Goodness. Wow, Jess. Yes, I was very... That's news to me. Uh, we, he and I were both quite wasted. Or it would never have happened otherwise. We were both scared to death. Well, that's... Well, I guess that's what I want to control. I want to tell him first, whatever. I don't want you to be wasted. I want to make sure you you are both on the same page. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying, hey, call me so I can come and, you know, videotape it. So I you can can't put it in control your whether or not video. they're both on the same page. You're just going to have to trust that he'll wait for her to hit on him, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that's my hope. <laughs> that's my hope. Yeah, don't worry. I'm I sure think it won't happen I think he's a good kid. I he think he's a good, a good kid. kid. I think he he's, is. he's scared to do anything i think i also think you know how i said we're living in a world that doesn't comfort me in the fact that good choices are being made to keep my kids safe in asia i also think we're living in a world that is showing us what not to do right now more so not it's not good that we're being shown what not to do because it's happened so many times but they're showing us what the repercussions are for being inappropriate and what not to do and i think he's also learning from that that poor Ethan. it is imp- He's going to be an insult. <laughs> I know. I feel so bad for him as well. Ugh. God. I just, I just, you know, it's hard. I mean, ugh, it is whatever. Hard. And that's why you need I to told stay you away the, from him. The last time we flew as a family, I told you there was a crazy lady on the flight who, who stood there in the back and, and is there a doctor? And Stuart ran to the back and he had to work through that whole flight. And it turns out that as he's standing there, she's yelling things like, He's touching me. And both of his gloved hands are in the air. Like she's feet away from him. And he's she's yelling, don't touch me like that. And she's all alone in a room. So all it takes is one person to yell, don't touch me like that. Even though, I I don't know, you just have to, you have to be so careful. And I just want everything for my children. And you can't have everything if you make super dumb choices. We made super dumb choices when there were no videos, when there was no accountability for anything. There was no way to take pictures on your phone. Like, it just, uh, or I'd like to go back to having no pictures, no video, no nothing, and then do whatever the fuck you want. There's no accountability. <laughs> go ahead, do whatever you want. Makes me nervous. Okay. We hear about all these people. We have another person we know that has cancer now, and it's. I said to my mother in law before she left, all I want to see is my children be loved wildly and love wildly in return. Just, I want them to find that person that they love and are loved by. And I, I, I know I say I'm only in it for the grandkids. I don't even need to see grandkids as long as I can see that they could be fulfilled in that way. I'm, I'm super happy. Barf. I'm sorry. I'm joking. I, That's actually they're my job. Names. I agree. It's they're, I actually have had I've already lived through two children being loved wildly and loving wildly in return. It is very satisfying. That's what I'm looking for. And I actually quite enjoy both of the people that they were in love with. So it was good. I guess I could say that. And actually, oddly, both my children were with Jews. Well, Nate is still with a Jewish girl, although she's not hardly practicing. And Emily's. Both of the loves of her life, if she were to have to choose, were Jewish, which I thought was interesting. Very interesting. That is interesting. Considering they are like the two least Jewish children I have and know, really. (laughs) I find it interesting that they would choose Jews. Maybe it's as a way to impress me. I doubt it, though. 
Because none of those two, I mean, the, everything else about these two children did not impress me, <laughs> except that their personalities are good. But like, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I do have one more thing. So I have this illness where I want everything to be over already. I want everything to just be finished and over. And I like this trip. I'm having a great time with them, but I'm done. Like I, I wish you're one of those. I have trouble being present in the pr- truly present. Um, I can sit and I watched Mallory like almost fall asleep in the pool yesterday and it was beautiful and there were palm trees. I'll send you guys a picture. It was gorgeous. It was serene. It was perfect. And then I'm like, okay, so I have to get home for and I got to get the dogs over to the and we have to and I have to pack Ethan stuff and you're both shaking your head at me. There's just I'm constantly ticking on to the next thing and the brain is constantly going and it's it's almost like the parents who go to the recital and who can't watch and enjoy the recital, but they videotape it so that it's like your memory because I can watch it and I can enjoy it. But if I look at the video later, I will remember it longer. So I definitely have the video and I, I, I have to, I have to follow more of what Stuart says and be mindful and be in the moment. But I, but I also like, I'm going to London in July and you're now, so excited for that. And you're planning I'm so for it. excited. And once you get there, you're going to be worried about the dogs. See, I have a friend like you. He drives me crazy. He's like, let's do this. And he want, he plans all these great activities. And the whole time, it's all about the planning and everything. And as soon as we get there, he can't even sit still. And he's on to the next thing. It drives me insane. Like, I enjoy but for it. Me, it's for me, it's in my head. So he's moving and on to the next thing. For me, it's just all in my head. So you're like, hey, where were you in your head? Like, how come you're not? Because I know what's coming and because I, I don't know. That's I, not I why. A- I'll tell you exactly why this is happening, but you're not going to want to hear it. And you're definitely not going to take my advice. So do you want to hear it anyway? Always. It's attention deficit disorder and medication can help with it. Really? Because, yes. Because when you have attention deficit disorder and you are not medicated, Mostly your day is consumed with what have I forgotten? What will I forget? Yes. If I don't, if I don't ruminate every fucking minute of the day as to what needs to be done, everything will fall to shit because I do not trust myself. Whereas when you're on medication, you have the wherewithal to either organize yourself, make lists, and also you can be in a conversation and focus on just that conversation. You also are diverted because your brain naturally diverts from what you're doing because you have attention deficit disorder. That is literally the definition of attention deficit disorder. Your your attention is being deficited. Deficited. Do you think, <laughs> that's deficited. my favorite word of today. Um, so you think if I think medicated. A small dose yeah. of fleeting medication during the day would relax your brain enough to be like i am here at this graduation i can worry about the dogs when it's over and then you just watch and your heart swells and you're happy for if it's not your children the other person's children and you can be at the pool and think the sunshine is so warm i'm so happy you're focused on the moment and then when you go upstairs, you can be like, oh, shit, I can't. For-. And then but then when you think about the dogs, you take a moment and write it the fuck down. That's also what's good about medication. You I have these on. digital. to Yeah, I have these digital to do lists, home, family, um, all the different jobs I'm doing. This 
podcast, that podcast, everything has a list that I need to get to eventually. Some I will get to, some it will never happen. But at least it's written down so my mind can be free to be focused on what the fuck I'm doing. Even right now during this conversation, yeah, I'm when I start to write show notes, I have to force myself not to start like going on the internet because I want to be present in this moment. So like you can you can probably hear when I drift off and come right oh, back. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's it's also it's also like you have to train your behavior, but I could never do it. And you can ask John because he watched me record a podcast two weeks ago without medication. Holy mackerel. I, it, it is <laughs> oh. only possible for me to train to do when I'm on medication. Without medication, there's just no hope. There's literally no hope. So here's the thing. She sits down. I didn't even know what was going on because she was like really out of character. She's sitting down here and all. So I get ready. I start the music. I go to point to her and she's turned backwards with her camera up to take a selfie. I'm like, what what (laughs) the fuck? The music's on. You turn away from the mic. (laughs) I didn't think. I thought we had time. I wasn't thinking about it. I just wasn't thinking about it. The music is playing. Dude, you know, and then you hear the walk a wall and you know it's time to come in. And you yeah. turn head back. All I saw was the back of her head. I'm like, what the? Ugh. He immediately had a panic attack. Like, what the fuck is she doing? But yeah, it's. I, I think this would be solved if you could just. Listen, the other thing about ADHD medication is you try it one. I've told you this before. You try it one day. If you don't like it, it's gone by the time you go to bed. So you don't have to worry right. about it. It's not like Xanax or uh, or what is it? Prozac and all that other stuff. It stays in your system forever. This stuff is gone right. by bedtime. The other stuff needs to level. So I don't yeah. have hyperactivity disorder. There's nothing no, hyperactive either. about me, me but either. it is 1000% ADD. So... You think a tiny dose could rein me in, and as I say yeah. to everybody else, keep me in my lane and enjoying. Ask your doctor. I know it would. I know it would. And and you mean like a GP would do that? You don't need a. Ah, uh, here's yeah. Uh, I think so. I don't think you need a psych. Mine is a psych because after I had the baby, I had to, I was forced to go to a psych, and she just kept prescribing them. Um, because they needed to monitor you for postpartum, but um. I think I just remember that feeling of running through shit in my head and then I can't remember where I am and what I'm doing because I'm constantly thinking of what I have to do until it's done. And so right now with you in the trunk, you won't remember this conversation by noon because you are thinking about those trunks. You're thinking about Ethan coming home. You can can tell me everything that's going to happen in those 24 hours. Ethan's going to be home, but you won't be able to remember what we just talked about for an hour. You're absolutely right. <laughs> You're absolutely right. I remember you, that feeling. It's a terrible feeling. You'll also remember that he will be wearing shorts that are too short and a t-shirt that says, I love my mommy. No, like, actually, I'd already t-shirt. forgotten because I'm not oh, as well. any better than you. <laughs> and also, <laughs> I'm taking the show notes, so it helps me remember. But um, so I'm cheating kind of with this with this statement. But yeah, I yeah, I think it would help a lot. And I mean, as far as being present, since you don't have it right now. What I would do is pretend you're a horse. Oh, I'm glad yeah, you guys did the S to that. And or I'm a horse. <laughs> pretend you're a horse and just blinders. like and, put yeah, blinders and, on and put like imaginary blinders on and think I'm not. I am not going to think about anything else but what I'm doing today. Just try it today and see how it goes. Let us know how it goes. I'm interested to know. I have a question. I never thought about this before. If you're married to a doctor, can he prescribe medicine for you? It's no. not ethical. Certainly not. No. Okay. No, because the last names will click and it will put a red flag. And before you know it, they 
come after him and they audit every prescription he's ever written ever 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 to anyone ever ever no i understand Meaning i just like, never thought i just thought to myself he's a doctor and you know i i just i just never thought about that before until just now i mean he could probably write me for a z-pack but to be honest i don't really tr- trust no, i'm not saying i trust that him as pie, a doctor. though i know so last night remember i did that FaceTime Live, it's the only one I've ever done of all-you-can-eat pancakes with Ethan just shoveling down plate. Right. So last night, we went to Perkins, night before, we went to Perkins for their all-you-can-eat, and I'm sorry, half-price pie. So Stuart got strawberry something berry pie and a, bana- and a banana cream pie. And Mallory mm. got the apple pie that she lives for. And I walked in, and they had none of my very favorite chocolate chip cookies there. So I said, oh, it was meant to be. And I sat there like a – well, there's a video of it I sent you. I sat there like an idiot, and I watched them eat three pieces of pie. So you're so, still off the sugar, huh? Well, I was off for six full weeks, and last night I had half of a cookie. Okay. I had half of one of those Perkins cookies because they went to the Love Boat, which is a homemade ice cream place here, and they got like 27 scoops in a waffle cone, and just smelling that waffle cone made me want to cut someone. So I said, if I'm going to blow it, I'd rather do it on my favorite cookie ever. So we went back to Perkins, and I picked up cookie, and Perkins I had half of a cookie. delicious. Well, they're, well they cook, probably they cook with butter and lard, so what's not delicious about the product of all of that? So whatever True. happened to the other half of cookie? It's in the bag outside. I was going to have it for breakfast until Stuart brought those little eggy things from Starbucks. I, I can't respect but, anybody that can only eat half a cookie. I, I didn't know what it was going to do to me. I didn't know what it was going to do to me. I want to slowly phase back in some degree of sugar. Oh. So I guess I was over six weeks, but decided you to... You make it sound like it's inedible. Oh, no. It was fucking amazing. It was delicious. It's the right texture. I'm all, I'm a te- I know it. I'm a texture girl. It's the exact right texture cuz your teeth bite into it and it takes like another couple of seconds for them to touch your teeth to t- like it's soft and chewy at the same time. It was the best. Hmm. It was the best. You've given me some um some things to think about which Good. is really not is really not what I needed more things to think about, but yes, that's perfect. I will talk to my doctor and see if she feels comfortable giving me a little something something because i think it's a psych med that i think you need to see another doctor to get i don't and i don't know that i, I might have to check I'm that ready. out myself because i've never thought i've never thought about taking anything for the ADD. oh my god what how could you not it's, my whole life is different hmm. my whole life is different and better as a result Summer's coming in. As a camp counselor, I hated when parents took their kids off meds to give them a break because lithium is not a drug you want to just take your kid off of to give them a break for the summer. Um, And I'm thinking the last thing I need over the summer is to medicate. So maybe I'll try this up in September. That is stupid. And here's why. When you have a chemical deficiency in your brain... Um, especially as a child, that chemical is the difference between you behaving and not behaving. You can't act like it's okay for them not to behave in the summer. They need to be able to focus, be present, be a good listener, and behave both at camp and at school. This also pertains to you. Oh, I knew that about the kids because... Why doesn't it pertain they- to an adult? I have less to think about and less to focus on and less to do with my kids away. They are what I do. So during that the summer. It seems to me that you could bump up our marketing for this show. Yeah, I will. I will be more effective. <laughs> but I'll I'm be saying more effective. like, but then, but to just take, listen, you don't have to put it off three months. It's one, it's eight hours of trial. Just see how you feel. I guarantee you, you will feel a lot more productive and smart. 
you will feel I, a million times smarter. And that's not a bad I'm gonna thing. I'm going to feel more smart. I'm going to feel more smart. Listen, my self esteem is hanging on by a threat, and my intelligence is basically all I have left. And I completely attribute that to Concerta because well, I worry, remember feeling few, stupid. A few more concussions, and you won't feel that smart either. Yeah, tell me about it. Okay, I hope that doesn't happen again. That was quite. I still, I still like futz with words and stuff can't think of the things I, once in a while maybe once a day you'll say still, something like I, I did this morning or earlier on the podcast when i said Res- something. resignation yeah resignation it said resonate you know yeah i do that all the time and i it does i don't even resonate. hear it so that's just silliness hmm. just you would hang say. out with people who are happy to correct you just keep hanging out with those people. that's right <laughs> well or women just yeah. women in general <laughs> true just women who will just correct you for no fucking reason whatsoever, except that we're annoying. Hey, I'd like to give a shout out to Emily Prokop for listening to our podcast. Yes, thank, thank you so yeah. much. And Great. just wrap it up, slip it, rub it down. Oh, no. Oh, no. Bye, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to uh, our show, Brilliant Observations. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Listen Brilliant. You can also email us, brilliantobservations at gmail.com. And the show notes are at brilliantobservations.com. Dot com. This has been the Podshell and a Nutcast. Thank nice. you guys so much again. Thank you too for showing up and everyone have a wonderful day. Thanks guys. Bye. 